But you go in a series like that, you have to win. Yeah. Like, sure, they're... The pressure's on you. The pressure's on you as the better team. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3-0 Take, where we talk all things Major League Baseball. Here's Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. It all starts right now. Welcome back to the 3-0 Take, presented by Big League Chew. This is episode 273. I'll be your host, Kyle Corwin, and I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. Nate. I think um, I need to start being introduced as Stephen A. Reyes. <laughs> I was going to say, glad you brought it up. Uh, yeah. Do you, before we get into what we've got today, do you just want to address the people based on how no. last episode went? Not at all. I've got nothing because to address. there was a lot, a lot of feedback, maybe more feedback on a particular than any particular <laughs> segment we've ever done. I got, I got, yeah, I got some DMs for sure. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, feedback wise, I felt like it wasn't even about what I said. It was more along the lines of how I said it. It's not what you said. It's how you say it. I mean, people were, I mean, they were, they were pro Nate people. They were people yeah. saying that I broke you, which time will tell on that we have yet to see if if that if that segment of the podcast or that particular segment broke you we'll see if the yankees can bring you back to life but i mean Uh, if they don't i mean surely losing a series to the orioles doesn't help no definitely doesn't help but i don't i don't feel i don't think i was broken i didn't feel broken it was more along the lines just I, i i wanted to get heated i got heated and I don't choose these things. You guys are getting it raw. More often than not, I just like I feel the way I feel when an episode starts. And then all of a sudden I just like it it as you're talking, as I'm thinking about it, it just builds up and then all of a sudden I'm I'm ready to pop. I think that's how it goes. I don't come in saying I'm gonna be I'm gonna be hot on one thing or the other. It just happens. That's what it is. Well, I mean, just like you don't choose these things, I don't necessarily choose when Vladimir Guerrero Jr. decides to go over four with three Ks or whatever it was. Right like after. Like, literally, there's people saying, oh, well, now he needs to get Sevy something for Father's Day. It's like, okay, congrats. You're like the 15th person to make that joke on this post. It's fine. E, that's what I'm saying. doesn't dude. change the fact that... Baseball works in mysterious ways. Yeah, it sure does. You know... What's mysterious, Nate, is how Albert Pujols already has two home runs. That's cool, man. I'm rooting for him. I I genuinely want it to happen. I would be a no, anti. I would be an anti baseball guy. I'd rather be wrong and it happen. Trust me, I don't want to be right about this. I gave you the opportunity to join the right side of history, and you you opted. No, 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 no. You you gave me an option for my opinion. My opinion doesn't have to match what my heart wants. My heart wants 700. I want 700. Everybody wants 700. It's the whole reason he's still here. Wow, look at you being... But... Sometimes you gotta take emotion out of it, dude. Sometimes you just gotta... Just say what you're feeling. As, As you do many a time on this podcast... 
Um, Always. All right, getting into more current events, Nate. Let's start with this Corey Seager intentional walk situation. Um, can we just say? Can I say? I won't. I won't lump you into this. Can I just say that Joe Madden is possibly overrated? Is that okay? Do, do or have we dubbed him as a smarter manager than reality would have it? I, I, I don't know. That's interesting. Is that's it interesting? Is it is it safe to say that maybe the baseball stars just aligned in 2016? It was 108 years, 108 seams on the baseball. Maybe the Cubs were just going to win that. Regardless. So here's what I will say. Going back to like Ray's days, you have to assume that that was almost like the early development of their analytical department. Right? As we know it now, I would say, yeah, probably. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like now, now we can say, okay, that they were, they're ahead of the game in the analytics department for sure. But I don't think that started while Kevin Cash was at the at the helm. I think it was probably a little bit further back. And it's just become more of a higher decision making, you know, higher in the equation. It holds a little bit more weight with their everyday, you know, coaching, with their everyday, you know, roster building, things like that. So I'm going to go ahead and assume that that analytics department was probably starting to get created when Joe Madden was still there. Which makes me feel like you're probably correct that we could more associate that success that he had in Tampa with the analytics side of things. As far as Chicago goes, that was a heck of a roster put together. And I mean some some in season trades. It's like that's a lot of Theo right there. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to discredit by any means. That was more of a joke, but I mean, you got to take it into consideration a little bit. I mean, when I you know. see them, I mean, coming back to this Corey Seager thing, at what point are we just making moves too just to seem? Yeah, I mean, we're just trying to seem a little too smart here. Yeah, got to relax. Um, uh, yeah, it, it makes no sense. Uh, when was the last time we saw it? Bonds? 2008, Josh Hamilton. Mm. Which, by the way, the opposing manager... Days or... The opposing manager, Joe Madden. Joe Madden. I don't know, dude. The Rangers come to, came up in the bottom of the fourth. Rangers were up 3-2. He puts Corey Seager on first. Corey Seager entering today, Monday, he's hitting 294 with OPS plus of 127. So, all things considered, not a bad, not a bad start to the year. He's not tearing the cover off the ball by any stretch right. compared to some guys we'll get into. Who was pitching? Uh, uh, Warren. Is that who was pitching? 
I don't know. You got me. Makes sense. I think it was Warren. Um, career with the bases loaded, 365 hitter with two grand slams. So not Barry Bonds by any stretch no. with the bases loaded. And he puts he puts him on to put him up, uh, what, 4-2? Put, put the Rangers up 4-2? Mike Trout is in the outfield looking like Cody Bellinger. just has no clue what's going on. High as a kite, he's looking like. And you can see him sitting there counting the runners going, is this this happening? Is this what I'm seeing? Is this what's playing out before my very eyes? And, yeah, it was. How they game finish? The Angels end up winning nine six. Interesting. That's a nice little tidbit to. Uh, yeah. To no. There. But still, I mean, that's a you're putting yourself in a two run hole. And I think I think his offense just kind of bailed Joe Madden out on that. You said it, it was just nine makes no six. sense. Yeah, it was nine to six, and he said he said something. I need to pull it up here. He said, I thought by walking Seager it would avoid the big blow and just to stir up the group, quite frankly. It's not some it's not something you normally do. I thought by going up there and doing something like that, the team might respond to something like that. So he's essentially just trying to rile up the rile up the crew. Hmm. Um why? Why would why would that be the way to do it? Like I said, uh, can we say that? Maybe so right after that, we had, I mean, overall, I'm going to say that didn't work. Because right after that, you had a sack fly by by Garver. Yeah, all three runs scored. And then a balk. The the inning ended, Rangers were up 6-2. So to say it did not work. The big blow he was trying to avoid, it happened. Yeah. Odd. Odd. And if I think if they would have lost that game, there would have been a lot more of an outrage. I don't like it. I don't like that. It's it's there's certain things that you just why out why do you need to outthink or try to outplay the game? I don't I don't get that. It's frustrating, dude. It's frustrating see this seeing this weird stuff that it's just like, why? Don't don't do that. I don't I don't understand why. If I was pitching, I'd be like, No, don't charge me that. Don't give me that run. It's not mine. Yeah, I'm I mean I'm not I'm not saying every pitcher has to be this way, but I I wish there were more Scherzer esque pitchers in the league to where yeah. you get the signal from Madden to put him on. Yeah. You just I mean, refuse you gotta earn to, that, right? You refuse to throw it. the baseball. Yeah. Sure. And like I said, it, not everybody can fit that bill, but there are enough pitchers well, out there who have, quote, earned it that sure. probably wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't give him the proverbial well, that's, finger. That's what the, you know, not having to throw those four pitches anymore has robbed pitchers of. I, I would just be like, sit back down. 
you know, and throw right in the zone. But the fact that all the all the manager has to do is flash those four fingers, and then he's uh, I don't get it. It's odd. There's weird stuff going down with the Rangers. Did you see specifically Seager? Did you see it like a couple weeks ago when he like hit that ball off the end and it broke and like it broke on the hand? Yeah. Like his bottom hand came off and it was odd. Just the knob. Yeah, it was very bizarre. Weird stuff going on with Seager. I don't know. What would happen? I'm curious because you bring up a good point. The there's no I mean, it's nothing new. We know this, but there's no four pitches thrown for the intentional walk. Mm-hmm. So what would happen? Like the next best thing, if you're the pitcher, if the umpire says take your base, the umpire signaling the intentional walk. If you're the pitcher, what's the next best thing? If you want to stick it to your manager, just refuse to pitch to the next batter. Like what happens? What would happen in a game situation if you just refuse to pitch to the next batter? I don't know. I mean, it was the fourth inning, so I don't think anyone was up in the pen. So it's not like you can just walk off the field. <laughs> like, see ya. Here you go, Joe. Here's your ball. I don't know. It's, I mean, probably that. Honestly, you robbed me of my opportunity to try to get out of this. Like, why am I in the big leagues? If I'm, if you pay me to get guys out, that includes guys like Corey Seager. And any other, you know, stud in the opposition's lineup. That's why I'm here. Don't do that to me. I'd be livid. After the game, I would I would 100% be in Joe's office being like, what? Why am I here then? And I think, I don't know, maybe he did. I bet you that balk was on purpose. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. He balked on purpose just to top it off. Just be like, look, see, all three runs still scored. Crazy. Oops. That's what happened. I don't know if I'm trying to add another run to my line to prove a point. Given that uh, I already got yeah. I already got dinged once. I don't know. But that's I think that's the only way to sh- like get it exposed is to show it didn't work. Because if it did work, we'd all be talking about how much of a genius Joe Madden is, but yeah, I think I, you make a good point. It, it, if it gets to that point, you just gotta take one for the team and just balk everybody everybody in get everybody in but it's so annoying that like they argue for every every out is so important right man on first and second no bunts no bunts we're not giving up an out why would we give up an out we only get 27 of them right but you're gonna force in a run you're telling me giving up a run does better than that kind of scenario or giving up an out offensively I don't know, dude. Baseball's gotten weird, man. Baseball's gotten weird. Just at, at, at a certain point, it's just a dude with a ball and a dude with a stick. Like, leave it as is. Ugh, you're getting me fired up again. I didn't think I was going to... I didn't think I had much to say about this. Now it's <laughs> starting to boil up a little bit. Uh, Well, let me get your let me get your take on... Well, we already mentioned Mike Trout. We'll we'll come to him in just a second. But because you're, the juices are flowing a little bit, tell me your thoughts on this Fernando Tatis Jr. situation. A video was obtained of Fernando Tatis Jr. playing soccer in the outfield. Now, mind you, this isn't a video of Fernando Tatis Jr. 
just kicking the ball around. They're not hacky sacking it around out there. Yeah. They're like all things considered for professional baseball players warming up before a game or on an off day, whatever it ended up being, you know, making his cuts, making his moves probably yeah. more aggressively than the average Joe. And not only that, he upends himself and ends ends up on the ground nearly injuring himself on one or both of his shoulders. Didn't he have a – I feel like he had an, uh, uh, an ankle injury last year too, didn't he? Or was the year before? Either way, I mean, it's just like, what are you doing? What, what are you doing? This is not a good look. And I get it. Like, be fun, have fun, right? Like, you can't, you can't expect this guy to just only work out and sit on a couch and go to sleep. That's it. No, but if you're a three hundred plus million dollar player in the supposed face of the franchise, you lose out, in my opinion, and probably hopefully the opinions of of many other baseball fans yeah. and just baseball people. You lose out on certain rights or freedoms as no, a sure. professional athlete. One hundred percent, and I think um, I mean the perfect comparison. What's gone viral for another guy who wakes up and is probably in the MVP race no matter what, any day? That's Acuna. He went viral for being in the cage and hitting tanks and then just saying, I'm back. That's all we've seen from Acuna for the last couple months is him just hitting nukes during VP saying, oh, let's go. I'm back. I'm putting in the work. Well, I mean, I'm ready even- to go. And he's worked his way back to being ready by May. Yeah, even the rehab updates. Uh, wasn't he like up uh, rehabbing with uh, McGregor? Dude is just getting after it. Like there's, and a, then you have a... Tatis in San Diego making you know more money. Well, a lot more money. And now we're looking at this, and we're like, I'd be rubbed the wrong way if I was a Padres fan. I really would. I'd be rubbed the wrong way if I was a teammate of Tatis. You got to do certain things to relax and have fun, but like, dude, it's clear that you're not going to do anything athletically half-assed. Even when you're messing around with a soccer ball, you're going to go after it and you're going to do everything. Stop. Relax. But there is this stuff written in contracts. We don't need another, I mean, we already told you about, you know, Aaron Boone back in the day. The only reason A-Rod became a Yankee, well, two reasons, but one of them was because Aaron Boone blew his knee out during a pickup basketball game, right? You, I'm sure you have these contracts where guys aren't allowed to go snowboarding or skiing. Now there's motorcycles. We're going to cut those out of contracts. You're an investment. I'm not paying you to get hurt doing something that isn't baseball-related. So stop doing stuff that isn't baseball related when it risks injury. Stop. And honestly, I don't want to see you on the field kicking around a soccer ball. Get in the gym, dude. Like, go work. I want to see viral stuff like Acuna of you being in the cage hitting tanks. Or running bases and just blazing speed. 
That's what I want to see. I want to see normal Tatis that we're supposed to see. I don't want to see anything negative about headline-wise anymore. This is twice now that the Padres are missing their guy. And this is twice now during this period that it's been a negative report. The first time was about the the motorcycle accident. To which you replied, which one? Yeah. What are we doing, bro? That's a very interesting point you bring up about Acuna. I I feel like I, I see Acuna in a very distinct light in comparison yeah to tatis Tat- a dude of equal Look. talent if not better talent some will argue making less money and is grinded to get back yeah and he's back ahead of schedule that's what i want to read as a fan and that's what san diego padres are expecting to read soon but this is this is a prime example as to why people argue there's a sweet spot of how when you pay these guys. There's a sweet spot. And the maturation process isn't isn't, you know, happening at 23, 24 years old. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh Tatis, even as good as he is, there's still some some growing up that needs to take place. Like you, yeah. you just can't be doing this. And they're there are a few things that I feel strongly enough about to where I'm like, no, there's, in my opinion, there's really not another side to this argument to be had. Like, I, I really can't picture in my mind a, a valid defense for what what went on with this whole soccer thing. And people yeah. can say, oh, you're blown out of proportion. It's interesting to me that the clip that was making the rounds was him falling like it's not right. just him. Like, if it's just him kicking around, kicking around a soccer ball, it's like, all right, whatever. Like, yeah, and probably still like, shouldn't be do that, doing that. You're but, watching knees buckle and ankles roll, and I'm like, stop, stop. Yeah, I, I like just you don't. said falling. I mean, that's the same thing. You get these dudes. I mean, he clearly has messed up his shoulder, sliding, diving, crashing into walls. Don't do that anymore. <laughs> like. I don't get it. It's one thing if you get hurt on the field doing what you're paid to do. It's another thing if you're messing around. It's another thing if you're messing around with someone with a camera around you. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Um. I don't want to say I, I, I've completely turned on Tatis because that would just be crazy. That's uh, not the case, but... With stuff like this that comes out, it's really hard to to continue supporting this guy and trying to defend this guy where it's like, no, like all things considered, his career sam- career sample size is relatively small. And people mm-hmm. are saying, well, why do we keep putting him in the top whatever of whatever list if if we just haven't seen it yet at, it, at length? Yeah. It's like, no, just we've, we've seen the flash in the pan more than once yeah. for – what you could consider a, a substantial amount of time. But we need to see it consistently for 140, 150, 160. Yeah. Just stay with, in the gym. With things like this that come out, it you can't eventually get to the point where you just can't defend the kid anymore. No. It's like, exactly. When you, you got to clean it up. It's a different argument if you see a guy that's never been hurt. It's, it's Tatis has been hurt his entire career for the most part. Stop doing dumb stuff. Sorry. And 
Like the boyish we'll charm start reacting differently. The boyish charm only goes so far. Like to sit there and say like, well, which nah, one? And then kind of like you laugh it off. It's until it, you get paid. Once you get paid, nah, dude, it's time to grow up. Like they made an investment in you. They're building around you. At least they're attempting to. In one of the toughest divisions in baseball, like lock it in. But what's crazy is that he's capable of coming back and erasing this entire narrative in any part of these conversations by his play alone. Right, and that's how good he is because you look at last that's how good year. He, is. he kind of falls out of the MVP race, gets dinged up, comes back, puts himself right back in the conversation. Yeah. To which point many people believe he probably should have won it, could have won it. Yeah. It's crazy, man. That I just would hate to see this turn into one of those stories of what could have been if he just continues to do stuff like this. Yep. I don't know. Uh, a guy guy that uh, I already mentioned, Mike Trout. Fortunately, x-rays came back negative, but uh, he was hit by pitch on Sunday in the left hand, I believe, lead hand. What are we doing? Dude, I don't know. What? I don't know what kind of reaction that was to pitch inside, but wasn't ideal. Was it what eighty one or something? It was in the low eighties. I get yeah. that you stay in for spin, like you see spin, you stay. But, but you like, why react that up? way? You don't open and yourself take your up hand like that. Down, like you took your hand down to where you're going to get hit. What are you doing? That was the worst instinctual thing I've ever seen him do on a baseball field. Yeah. And if he... It's just odd. All I'm going to say is he's lucky he had his hand there because if his hand wasn't there, he's wearing that right in the crotch. I'll take that over over a broken wrist. I don't... I mean, if I'm him, I'm... I'd probably not. I get it. Instinctually, that, we're never going to be able to just wear it right there without <laughs> flinching. But, uh, yeah, probably not. I'm just saying, like, since we're kids, turn. You have an elbow pad. You got thick Mike Trout thighs and, and glutes. Wear it. Whoa. What are you doing? Why would you ever turn open to it and then, like, bring your hand down? And <laughs> I can't even act it out. What are you doing? Stop. No, I'd see, see even swing at that instinctually freaking... right there for the people watching on YouTube. Hey, hey, YouTube, um, you turn you turned in instinctually, but that's not what he did. He right. opened it's up. Like... He was like, Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> I don't know what that was, Odd. man. Odd, bro. The the Mike Trout goat narrative is starting to thin out a little bit okay uh let's let's I'm just saying no i'm see, just saying now, now that's just sensationalism the, he opened up on a the guy on, finds a way to get hurt on a hanger inside come on you can't the guy is finding a way to get hurt at this point it's worth noting that he's what did they say he's gonna miss like a week or is he the the tweet that i heard was that x-rays were negative and when he's ready to play he'll play i'm like great whatever that means yeah, because we saw that pan out last year. Clearly, everything ready. everything runs through him. Just yeah. It. Oh, he'll be back in a week. Three months later. Cool. No Mike Trout. 
This is, I, I mean, it's, it's, you know, honestly, if you're Mike Trout, I kind of respect the move. Like if, if you're seeing your manager <laughs> make moves, watch this, he's making, Joe, he's like, I don't want, I don't want any part of this, dude. I, That's I just probably don't. what the, the pitcher said. He's like, all right, you give me a couple earned runs. Hey, Mikey, go wear this bad boy right off the wrist. Dotcha right on the hand. <laughs> Tell me how this feels. It's odd. Yeah, it's odd stuff know. going down in Arlington. Just weird stuff. Uh, I think it was a bit of a stretch to say that the goat conversation oh, is, is dwindling. It is. Well, not I'm not dwindling. It, it's thinning out a little bit. Not because it, because of how if he responded to a pitch. If there is any extensive <laughs> fallout from this little weird reaction wear it off the wrist scenario if he misses longer than a week if he goes in a slump and then they say oh wow we didn't see this hairline fracture in his wrist or whatever just saying the guy finds a way to get hurt at all times never know for, clearly mike trout is succeeding at whatever it is fernando tatis junior is trying to do like fernando tatis is like teach me how to 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 follow through on these injuries mike because i'm trying at every turn of the road to yeah. derail my career tell oh, me how to do it strange dude just strange angels can't get out of their own way that's moral of the story angels are going to angel uh hunter green Setting the record for most 100-mile-an-hour pitches in a game at 39. 100-mile-an-hour-plus 100 pitches in a game, 39. And it only took him five and a third to do it. And it was against the Dodgers. Yeah. Disgusting. Which I feel like there's a correlation there. Um, Probably a little amped up for your young buck. Facing the Dodgers. Oh no, I think this is just this is just him, dude. This no, I mean I'm not saying I'm not saying he's not capable of just re replicating this kind of thing on a nightly basis because that's yeah that's the buzz surrounding this kid is he just pumps cheese. Yeah. But if you're setting a, a major league record and it just happens to be against the World Series favorite. Los Angeles Dodgers. I feel like there's got to be a little bit of a correlation there. I'm thinking he's getting a little extra juiced up for the Dodgers. Probably. I mean, I, I watched the Freddie at bat. 102 just starting at your front knee. Mm. That's disgusting, dude. It had movement and just like, don't throw anything else. I don't. You don't have to. You go, I want your game log to read 97% fastball, 3% changeup or whatever. And that's it. What do you got to lose? You're on the Reds. They're not scoring any runs anyway, so you might as well just pump Ched by guys and hope for the best. But this is what people have been waiting for. This is what people have been talking about. And he's from here. He, he's from Arizona. And he's, I've, been, I've been hearing his name for a while now. Since he was in high school, and I was like, this guy better be good. And then now we're seeing him, and you're like, oh, 
He is. Rookie. He's good. Um, well, you mentioned the Reds, and honestly, I, I just can't think of a better transition to flip into our next segment of looking at some teams and players that are hot, teams that are not, players that are, players that aren't. I think I covered all my bases there. Uh, but before we do that, Nate, tell them about the boys. Tell them about tell them about the the greatest bubble gum on earth, and and tell them about these lids that they hooked us up with, and the lids that are now in source. Swagger Swaggeroo is what they hooked us up with. Um, big league two. You've heard of him. Founded by former left-handed pitcher Rob Nelson, Big League Chew started from humble beginnings in the Portland Mavericks bullpen in 1977. For more than 40 years, the iconic pouches packed with shredded, flavorful bubble gum has become the number one shredded gum of athletes everywhere. Big League Chew has sold more than 900 million pouches and is designated as the Hall of Fame bubble gum. Grab some gum and head to Big League Chew's social media channels at Big League Chew on Twitter, at Big League Chew Gum on Instagram, to show off your big league bubbles. You can also find a list of retailers or purchase any of their products directly from their website at bigleaguechew.com. Big League Chew. Big League Chew. Nailed that. Freaking nailed that. All right. Sorry. Freddie Freeman's first home run as a Dodger just happened. Off the Braves? Off the Braves. Oh. Come on. Oh, that's just got to rub some salt into that wound a little bit. Ooh. That's, I still can't get over that, that dynamic, man. That It's just such a weird thing. I want to watch it now. Did you watch it? Yeah. All right. Oppo Taco. Well, Taco? Well, Taco? Hey, is it just me or did Freddie Freeman slim down a little bit? Like He does looking, look slim. He looks slim I don't know if white. it's at uni or what, but he... He uh, he slimmed down. Just the typical little inside-out Freddie Freeman swing, too. How about that? Um, no, Did you but- see the pictures of him like in the dugout doing the pregame interviews and stuff? The dugout was filled with cameramen. Filled. I believe it. Nowhere to move. Oh, look at this, dude. Freddie Freeman's son... He spots his his buddy Dansby from across the field and just runs over. What a uh, yeah! What a wholesome piece of content. Um, no, yeah. but going back to this segment, you mentioned Hunter Green and the Reds and how the Reds are just. I don't know what what are the Reds saying? How would we describe the Reds? I don't want to say an embarrassment to baseball because that's that that city deserves better. But the team itself, the on-field product, it's just, it's just not good. When was the last time we like we ever they were ever relevant? Uh, Outside of a couple years ago, it's like there was a big gap. Well, yeah, but even then, that's when you had the that was um, uh, Joey Votto. That was the year of the quotes for the Reds because you had Amir Garrett and he was talking about the the bat flipping sons yeah. and guns, and then you got 
Joey Votto. I mean, they snuck in. It wasn't like they right. just dominated. Right. And and that's if you remember, that's when they asked Joey Votto, and he was like, "What did he say? Like we're some bad MFers or, or this or that?" Mm, yeah, I think. And so. then they proceeded to get swept. I think it was in a. Was that the? Was that like a? I don't even remember the postseason structure. Was that a three-game series? That was COVID year, right? I think it was. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember who ran through them in the. In the first, I, I think it was the say Braves. Braves. Yeah, it was in Atlanta. I remember. I remember watching the game. It was like a one of those games was a day game. I remember that. Was it Braves or Miami? No, it was it was the Braves. Braves. Yeah, I just. That city deserves better. That's all I'll say. But outside of that, I mean, you're going back to like Barry Larkin, Griffey, Sean Casey. Like that's how big of a gap we're talking. Yeah, we're going back to like the 1800s, like the Red Stockings, man. I mean, it's ridiculous. The red, no, the red. What were they? The Red Legs or something? Um. Well, not to give anything away here, but how do you want to start this? You wanna you wanna look at teams? You wanna look at players? Sort teams. <sighs> Okay, well then my let's start trans- with players. My transition was for nothing. All right, yeah, let's start with players. Yeah, for sure. All right, cool. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, for sure. No, good. That was a good decision. Proud of you. That was a good decision. Unsolicited. Thank you. Um, all right, look, we've got a player that's hot, and we've got a player that's not. And the player that's not for me, I actually just posted the graphic tonight. Mister Tommy Fam, Tommy, buddy. Not a good look. What are we doing? Send me send me back on that quote that you put out. This isn't look, this isn't me like trying to tear a man down. I get it. This game is hard. This game will beat you down. For sure. But when you come out and say the things that you say, Tommy, it's kind of hard for people not to root against you. Yeah. I agree. He said so when he signed with the Reds. I'm sure Reds fans remember, but for if you're unfamiliar with the situation, he signed with the Reds and says, "I'm playing to get my numbers, man. I'm being dead honest with you. I'm playing to get some numbers. I don't care about anything else. I'm looking out for me." 9 games into the season, entering Monday. 1 for 26. I don't I'm not going to sit here and say like I told you so, I could have seen this coming, but baseball has a funny way of humbling people like this. Yeah. Doing it for the wrong reasons. I mean, to essentially spit in the face of your franchise that signed you. Exactly. Even if you are thinking that, you don't say that. No, you don't say that. Ew, dude. Ew. He's slashing .038. Yeah, that's that's a zero for that first digit. That's point zero three eight, point one nine four, point oh three eight. I'm gonna say not good. Not good. OPS plus of negative twenty nine. I didn't even know that was possible. See, this is the thing: is that like if if Tommy Pham was a bigger deal. I would understand his comments. 
I'm like, dude, you've you've kind of been like a like a a fourth outfielder on every team you've played on. Yeah, the la- the Padres didn't even want you, man. Your fans wanted you gone. They're just waiting for somebody to come along and scoop you up. Padres, Rays, Cardinals, like, and you come out with these comments. I love that baseball has just handed you this. Baseball gods have just been like, mm, here you go. You're welcome. Wipe that humble pie off your face because you look dumb. <laughs> that's, how this, that's how this game works sometimes. Don't say that, dude. Just You don't say that. You don't say stupid stuff like that. Ever. If you do, you better come out hitting 500 for the first full month of the year. And I'm sure the way this always goes is because we've seen it before. You've got guys no that backpedal. Out, well, no, 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 not even that. I, I, I really doubt he's going to backpedal on this. I think he's probably going to double down. I hope he gets and, DFA'd. And and we've seen instances like this where a guy will say something stupid, and then he gets a bunch of people against him. Mm-hmm. And then Strowman's he, a, Strowman's a guy that comes to mind. Oh where like, yeah, he, like where you manufacture stupid, your own your own manufacture little, your own hate, manufacture your own motivation, and then comes out and yeah. like has a has a few solid games, put pieces yeah. it together immediately thereafter, and then he's looking like the goat. And I'm sure, I mean, game probably just sorry because I think they're playing. Uh, I think they're actually playing the Padres tonight. <laughs> I'm sure you check the box score at the end of the Give game. Give me an over five. He'll be he'll be two for three with a bomb and a uh, couple probably. walks. Whatever, dude. All right, so uh, moving it. forward, are you thinking uh, you thinking this stays consistent, or he does find his way out of it? Well, I mean, surely he's got to come around from this. But I mean, I'm I think it's inevitable he eventually finds his way out of this. I don't think it's very. It's not going to do anything substantial this year. No. Okay. I think this is very telling. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, too. I don't think that's an overreaction either. Like, that's that's a tough hole to dig yourself out of. We get to a certain point where you just, like, you kind of outplay your potential. And and I I mean as in length of time. Not He's not playing over his potential. He has potential. He's had potential for years. And eventually you're just like, you got to show up. There's a certain point where you got to start producing to live up to that potential, which is probably what elicited those those remarks. And like yeah. you said, even if you're thinking that, you just don't say it. You don't it. say it. You don't say it. What a bum! What a bum! Uh, we need wait, to bring back it's... the. We need to bring back the bum list. It's been no, a I minute. Think so, I think so too. It's yeah, been we a, a little, minute. A little spicy. Do we want to? Do... Adam. Adam. Do, official. Do, right this, now. Are we opening it back up right here, right now? All right. Bum list. First edition to the bum list. There you have it. Fam. Good to have you back. Lame. Well, I guess it's kind of pick on the Reds night. Um, I have Joey Votto as a not hot at the moment. Um, Yikes. He's four for 34 starting off the year. Slashing 118... 250 
and 147. You tell me what I already know, dude. He's my starting first baseman in fantasy, and it has not oh, been a pleasant experience no. thus far. An OPS dude, plus of what? 18. <laughs> 18! The average is 100. I mean, Tommy Pham was... I get it. It's early. Negative 29 OPS plus. You can get in the negatives? That's what I said. I didn't think it was possible. I didn't know you... <laughs> Yikes. You're so bad that you're like... You're costing... You're below what baseball labels as like the bottom I, floor. I can go out there and, and lay up a, a negative... What would you say it was? Negative 29 OPS oh, plus. Oh, yeah. I could put that up in a heartbeat. Send me up. What is he I'm making? ready, Reds. Seven, Let's go. Seven mil, I think, with the Yeah, what a waste of money. He's probably the highest paid player outside of Otto. But, um, yeah, old Joey. Um, 15 strikeouts, only four walks so far. Um, what I was looking at, I was looking at his baseball reference. What's in jeopardy here is he's got a career average of 301. Oh, Joey. What? Uh, well, let me ask you this. What are your thoughts, if any, on a possible correlation between this and his sudden emergence on social media? Interesting. It is a distraction I'm, for sure, I bet. Because for his, some guys. his opening video on Instagram was so I mean, I watched it, I can't remember exactly what he said, but it was basically along the lines of like, I haven't been on it, I was like I don't think he said I was scared to, but he just like wasn't sure. He just didn't know, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And I just feel like it's so interesting that he decides to hop on the year that the Reds completely just crumble and just dismantle. I really don't think Joey Votto really cares about baseball that much right now. And that's not a knock on him. If I were in his shoes, I'd probably be struggling time, to care. Yeah, your first time stepping into social media is like, it's overwhelming. You're taking a lot in. It's hard to focus. Um, and like you said, I mean, it's just like it's a terrible team. It's clear you have guys in there that are just playing for themselves. I can't imagine that Joey Votto is one of those guys. And so it's just it's not helping. I want him out. I want him out. I want him gone. I want him somewhere else. I want someone to buy low on on him to um this year and and f just go find like this like flash in the pan magic where you just carry a team to to the postseason. I would like to see it. Keep him in the division. Give him to the give him to the Brewers. What do you think? Yeah, I like that. I don't hate that, right? Red Sox? Old Bobby's struggling. It's been ten games. Let's let's relax. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like it's it's not a bad fit. Um yeah, that uh that I do think he'll work his way out of it, but I'm just saying this this is a rough start. Rough start for old Joey. Uh you know who's not having a rough start? Uh a guy that it's criminal how little I feel like he's been talked about thus far in the season. Owen Miller of the Cleveland Guardians just hitting baseballs. 
There's, that's really it. That's that's all this guy does, apparently. He is 14 for 28. Ooh. A league-leading 500 average. Ooh. He is second in Major League Baseball in OPS among those with 30, minimum 30 plate appearances. A 344. That's decent. Yeah. That's pretty good. I mean, definitely some room for improvement there, but not a bad start for Owen Miller. 344 OPS plus behind none other than G-Man Troy of the Tampa Bay Rays, which... (laughs) Don't know how that's how that's working. Um, I don't know. He's leading the league in doubles. He's leading the American League in slugging at 964. He's leading the American League in OPS with a clip of 151. I mean, um, I snatched him up they... in fantasy on both teams because I was like, I'm going to make sure I grab hold of this production. He's just been a machine. Yeah, this always means that it's late. Anytime, anytime fantasy wise, it always means it's late, right? I'm sure, he's gonna just start slumping the second he gets on your team. That's the way it works for me, anyway. No, I've had him for the last like week. That's oh, what I'm have? saying. You've I've had got him that long. I, I've gotten him. Um, I've gotten a, a, a fair amount of production from right, old uh, for you. Owen Owen Miller. Good for you. Uh, I mean, is it safe to say the Guardians have just kind of like, who's their hitting coach? And that's what I'm saying, dude. The Guardians are just doing his thing. The, the oh, I thought you were saying Stephen Kwan is their hitting coach. I was like, that would probably make sense. Um, Could be. No, the they're just they're just killing it, man. They're actually playing pretty good, yeah. And that's part of why Owen Miller, I feel like, has gotten zero love. Like you, you, yeah. you hear about. I mean, obviously, Jose Ramirez, Stephen Kwan took over the the baseball world, and uh, Oscar Mercado, he's. He's swinging it well too. Mm-hmm. He's yep. getting lumped in that conversation. But Owen Miller's just kind of like, yeah, no big deal. Just leading the league over here and just kind of doing my thing. Keep it going, dude. Good how for old Owen. Is he? Do you know how old he is? Honestly, I have no young idea. Cat. I'm assuming he's got he's a, a guy. He's got a. Uh, he played thirty or sixty games last year. Mm-hmm. I was looking at it earlier. He played, yeah, 60 games last year. How'd it go? 204 like hitter, four bombs. Yeah, I mean, d- definitely not like this. Dialed in. But he's, yeah. uh, to answer your question, he is 25. 25 and a half. Good for you, bro. And I I mean, like anything, any kind of hot start that they that a cold weather team can get going with is is I think it's a big plus like if I can hit well in cold weather I know it's going to carry over once it once it starts warming up born in 1996 and uh, me right. Mequon Wisconsin Wisconsin it, it hits different when you tell me he's 25 versus when he when he's actually born I don't know why it hits different, but it does. When you say the year he's born, it's a little more depressing. Ninety six, yeah, yeah. We're old, yeah. we're old fogies. Yeah, Mequon, Wisconsin, where the, um, with the cheese curds. Send him to the Brewers too. Why not? Get everybody on there. I mean, his name is Owen Miller. Uh, it's just it makes sense. <laughs> I mean, come on, just just send sense. everybody to the Brewers. Who do you got yeah. for the player that's hot? Um, kind of a cop-out answer. So I have two. 
Nolan Arenado has gotten plenty of love, but I got to give him my love too. Whoa. Uh, 13 for 30. I'll send Nolan my love as well. Hitting 433, an OPS of 1514. Going into uh, to Monday. Wow. How many uh how many home runs did you say he had? Four. Would you say that all four of those probably ended up in the seats? Safe to say. Not in the middle of my my stats here. I think right. it's still up in the air. All right. I'll give you that respect. Ball is still traveling. <laughs> and uh <laughs> That's fair. That hey, that's a great way to derail, <laughs> to defer. To Ball's just say still they're still the traveling. Air. That's fine. Ball's still going for uh but twelve RBIs, five doubles. He's only struck out four times. You already know he's doing his thing defensively. So Nolan is just uh, I'm thinking this is where Cardinals fans really just start to fall in love. So if they yeah. haven't already. If they haven't already, which you should have as soon as he, you know, put on the uni for the first time. But I think they're starting to see what he he's he's a real deal, and he's getting comfy now. I like seeing that he's comfy in his new home, where there is plenty of seats. Nate, did you say seat seeky? There we go. Let's talk about <laughs> it. It's the answer to all your ticket needs. By the way, people were just loving the fact that I abruptly ended your rant with a sea geek ad read last episode i blacked said, out people said they were honest ro- with you. i don't even remember <laughs> they the rant. said they were rolling because i hit him with a i hope i hope garrett picks out something nice for vladdy and then i hit you with the sea geek ad read and you were just yeah you, that's you your ended little up cop out jab you that's, ended up i get it finishing your rant after the ad read i did i was still hot and i was still blacked out that ad read could have lasted two seconds i would have had no idea I was just right back on it. Well, let me tell you about it, Nate. SeatGeek is the answer to all your ticket needs. Are you looking for tickets? Do you have plans with friends or family to make it to an upcoming game or concert? Or are you even looking months ahead to nail down a date to get tickets before they sell out? With SeatGeek, you can find tickets to games, concert shows, and even theater performances with just a few easy clicks. We're making it even better for you if you're a first-time user of SeatGeek. Next time you add some tickets to your cart, use our promo code the the number three the number zero take pod at checkout to save twenty dollars instantly off your first purchase as a first time user. So I got to do to save some of that gas money. Enter promo Grocery code money. Vending Enter- machine money. Pocket change. Cash is cold, hard cash. Enter promo code the the number three, the number zero, take pod. It's our social handle. If you have any questions, just go to our Instagram handle, our Twitter handle. Heck, I think it's even our Facebook handle if that's even a thing. It's hard to hear and you read it. Just, just, I like this, this path right here. It's our social handle. I like when you get a little impatient. It gets me fired up. I like it. Add... At enter that at checkout. That's all I got. CQ. Um, who's your other player? That uh, this, is, this was. Uh, I mean, like that's what I'm saying is that I had to have like Nolan's easy. Everyone's talking about Nolan, so I grabbed uh, Andrew Heaney. What? That's probably real dagger to your soul, isn't it? Hurts my heart. 
to see this guy just absolutely lighting it up. Um, Two starts so far. Hasn't given up a run. Gone 10 and a third. It's only given up four hits. Get this. Only walked two guys. And he has 16 strikeouts. And I was like, hmm. Just out of curiosity, mm, mm. what'd you do last year, Andrew? Um, just a just a casual mm. twenty nine home runs in one hundred and twenty nine and two thirds innings mm. between the Yankees and Angels last year. Pretty mm. sure like twenty eight of those came with the Yankees. But mm. um, doing his thing, dude, and like mm. entering quickly to the comeback player of the year. Mm. What do you think? Yeah, you like that. Mm. Getting into mm-hmm. that conversation. Mm. 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 Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's active listening. Good for you. Thank you. Um All right, that covers it for the players. Let's uh transition over to the teams, shall we? By the way, this uh segment of Hot and Not is brought to you by the Northampton Red Sweaters Croquet Club. Sebastian's always hot, so no need to bring him up. He's always Sebastian doing his thing. Tell, I mean, perennial MVP candidate. Not not even a candidate, a perennial MVP winner. He's what Mike Trout wishes jersey. he could be. I need a custom jersey. I'm gonna ask for him to send one over. Sign it. Sign a sign one of the sweaters for me, bud. The red a red sweater of the red sweaters. Divatello um, is just what's uh is number seven, like, by the way. Knitted in. It's yeah. just like it's it's crocheted. clearly like yeah, it's crocheted. It's not it's not there's no sewing machines over there. No. It's all crochet. Yeah. Um, is number seven. Crochet and crumpets. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Number that's seven. That's our that's our other podcast. So we've got that and yeah. a, a Costco podcast. Um, yeah, it's number seven. In case you're wondering, uh, my team that's hot. I think their game was postponed tonight, so at least buy me a little time in case they were just getting pummeled tonight or something. That's always how it goes. The uh, New York Mets, a surprising team that's hot. Heard of them? Yeah. You were telling me Mets were going to Met. So. The Met. Well, if you'd let me share my, my thoughts here, I, okay. I do believe that the Mets will inevitably Met, but it does not take away from the fact that they started off hot. Seven and three entering Monday. They're two and a half ahead of the Braves, who are in second in the division right now. They've pulled off a 3 1 series win versus Nationals, a 2 1 series win versus. At the or no, I'm sorry, that was in Washington. Uh, they had a two-one series win in Philly, and then a two-one series win versus the Deepaks. And you can say, well, of course they're gonna. You would you would expect them to start off hot, but like we always Still, say, like yeah. we just saw with the Yankees this weekend, and that's not a cheap that's not a cheap dig. But you go in a series like that, you have to win. Yeah, like sure, they're the pressure's on you. The pressure's on you as the better team. So if you're the Mets, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing yep. and you're you're taking these series from these teams. Yep. And can't I mean, discount those victories. No, and they're swinging it well too. I mean, two of those series are in in the division. Right. So you need those as well, which by the way, side note here. Hmm. Have we addressed the fact did have we ever addressed the fact that the tiebreaker like is this a justice year thing or is this moving forward? Did I hear that we're not doing one sixty threes anymore? Correct. Where was I? Have we talked about this? 
I don't I thought, think we. I thought we did. Did we? I don't think we'd ever. Or I didn't I think we did. We talked about directly saying because like you and I were basically panic mode for a one sixty three because I would have had to have like you know wow I travel to the post you, you know talking about blacked out I mustn't I mean I remember that but I I don't remember that if if that makes sense um because I'm hearing all this stuff now about getting it because it it got brought up with the uh, Gabe Kapler situation. The unwritten rules thing, which mm-hmm. I don't even think we got a chance to talk about, by the way. But yeah, they're just that was one of the big points is like you got to take your runs where you can get them because that could make the difference come October. Oh, yeah, 100%. I agree. So, with that said, they got a uh, plus 26 run differential. The rotation is just killing it, which is my primary point of discussion here. They've they've thrown 50 and a thirds innings, they've only given up six runs, they've got a, a ERA of. 1.07 a whip of 0.75 they've they've walked 11 and struck out 59 that rotation the starting rotation ERA is the lowest by any team through 10 games since the ERA became a stat in 1913 it's the new Mets bro I'm telling you I don't think they're going to Met I think no. Buck Buck has brought in a new mentality Max Scherzer brought in a new mentality it's different now I'm telling you it's different Mets are gonna met you just they're doing just this wait. without DeGrom yeah and what did they do last year Nate they led the division for months only to fall flat on their face so I'm not I'm telling you dude I'm Buck not having a control of that clubhouse I I am I can't wait for you to bite your your tongue that's fine. It's coming. It'll happen. You're right. It is coming. The Mets are going to Met. Six months. You'll see. No. It, it's right. it's coming. You just you just wait. Well, I'm going for uh, I'm going for a hot team that um I don't I don't know about. I think I'm I think I'm taking the same route as you. Are you I'm not buying it completely, but we got to acknowledge what the Rockies are doing. Uh, six and three starting off their year here. And that was coming into Monday. And as I look up the live game, they're currently up four, nothing on the fills in the eighth. So yeah. So before this game goes final, they're six and three, potentially seven and three, but they have a plus eight run differential. Um, and I was looking at, I was like, okay, who have they played? I mean, they took, Three out of four from the Dodgers to start the year. They swept a two-game set with the Rangers. And then they split with the Cubs in a four-game set. But their team ERA is a 3-6-2. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Team batting average of 280. Team on base of 347. And then I was like, okay, let's break it down a little bit more. Let's look at these names. I got to give some love to Daniel Bard hopping into the closer role. He's got four saves already. Also on my fantasy squad. Uh, CJ Crone. Um, mashing. mashing baseballs. And like he went from like, oh, this is a nice little like flash in the pan opportunity last year to like oh now he's 
putting himself on that list of like one of the best power bats in baseball, I think. He's already got five jacks. OPS of 11-17. He's feeling it. And who does he split time with? Connor Joe? If you haven't seen that lettuce, look it up. He's hitting 361. He's got an OPS of 11-32. Also has two jacks. They're just rotating at DH and first base between those two guys and they're raking at all times. Which, side note, is any National League fan missing pitchers hitting right this I know, point? right? Probably Come not. On. You're not fooling yourselves. Just, yeah. just, just accept it. <laughs> Ridic- especially the Braves fans are going to be praising it when Acuna is going to be on the DH full-time duty for the first two weeks of his season. But, uh, I mean, and then, you know, KB hitting over 300 easily. So, it's just they're doing their thing. They're pitching well. Their bullpen has been really good. And they're doing it in a division that's very tough. And I like it. Go play 500 ball this year. Go go play spoiler. See what you can do. I'm not buying in. You're not, I'm sorry, you're not sneaking in. You're not going to get into a wild card spot, but I'm proud of you. I saw an article today that said hop on these teams bandwagons while you still can and the the front picture was of KB and I'm like oh let's I'm not hopping on let's cool it let's not cool hopping it. on I just wanted to acknowledge it but looking ahead I mean this could continue um tonight was the first of a three game set with Phillies then they got the Tigers for three then they got Phillies again for four well, and then the a, Reds for three to finish out the month that can that can carry I think so, too. And it's a perfect segue into my team that's not hot, which is the Philadelphia Phillies. Nate, not looking good for the old fighting Phils right out of the gate. They're 4-6 and six entering Monday. Very possible by the end of this recording they'll be 4-7, and seven, or by the end of the night they'll be 4-7. and seven. Uh, At this very moment, they're three games back of the Mets, sitting in fourth place, which I know at this point doesn't matter, but it's just worth noting. Uh, negative Ryan, negative nine run differential, uh, and they've only scored thirteen runs in their last five losses. Mm. With that said, though, I know it's early. They rank top ten in both batting average and OPS in the entire league. Really, very odd. Yeah, because that's. Odd. I mean, they have guys slumping. Yeah, but it's it's on the bump where they're they're really suffering. Their team ERA yeah. after ten games is five oh seven, just twenty six in baseball. Their starters ERA is five six eight, which is twelfth out of fifteen National League teams. Our guy Aaron Nola, seven earned runs and nine I and a third. He, and I think that just went up tonight. I think he started tonight. Yeah, so entering entering Monday, it was oh. seven earned runs and nine in the third over two starts, and he had a he's coming off a season where he threw he had a season of a four six three ERA. So yeah. you're really gonna need Aaron Nola to be better if you got if you're gonna turn this thing around. And that's what that's what Harper said. He he was quoted as saying, "We just need to be better." Like, yeah, he gets it. I'm pretty sure everyone in that clubhouse gets it. They see like we were talking about before the season started. They got. 
there's some there's some magic there, but they got to tap into it, and you're not going to be able to get it done if you can't get it done on the bump. Exactly. And you can't sync up with your offense. I think the only thing that can save them, and I mean save them this month, is going to be their offense. And we're in this period where at, at about 10 games, and I think this is going to carry until about 20 to 25 games overall, where starters still aren't ramped up and bullpens are getting tired already. Those bullpen arms are pitching every day. They're starting to get overused because of not getting length out of these starters. This is where you're going to see this stuff. So the offense for the Phillies is going to have to swing them out of it and allow some, buy some time for a bullpen to rest. Buy some time for a starter to go out there, and it's okay giving up four or five runs you know, in a seven-inning start. But you got to get some length from, from the starters and it's just not there yet. It's not coming yet. So it's either the bullpen locking things down, which we know that's their weak spot anyway, or their offense just hitting them out of this. But I got to lean towards the offense, man. That that's They're capable of it. They can do it. They got guys that can do it, but Schwarber is starting off cold. I don't know, man. They got to get it going. Because you can lose this division in April. You can. Yeah, you really can. It's going to be snug. So get it going for sure. Um, another team has got to get going. Dude, the Brewers. Uh, I know they're only five and five, which isn't crazy, but we knew that their their hitting is going to be kind of suspect all year. But uh, yeah, I don't know, dude. They've got they've got some issues. Um they're negative 13 run differential. Um, they starting off the year, they split with the Cubs. They took two out of three from the Orioles and then split with the Cardinals uh, coming into Monday. Um, they've only hit five home runs as a team. Not great. But Milwaukee's a hitter's ballpark, dude. They've only hit five. Well, don't look now, but uh, Christian Yelich just had his first home run of the season. It was a Let's grand go, slam. Yelly. Let's go, Yelly. That's my comeback player of the year right there. But I'm just saying, coming into you know tonight, it's 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 a little shaky. Um, you know, and even after you read that off, no guy has more than one home run. So they got to get it swinging for sure. Team batting average is two thirteen. They're not walking. Team on base percentage of two ninety eight. But what's surprising here is they have a team ERA of 403. I would have guessed that... Uh, That's team ERA, not yeah. rotation. Correct, team ERA. Um, but they're not, they're not uh, being beat by the long ball. They've only let up seven home runs. Um, Freddie Peralta has been kind of rough out the gate. Uh, seven innings, ten hits, nine earned runs. Got an ERA of eleven five seven, a two two nine WHIP. Oh no! Well, they're not losing by the long ball. I mean, it doesn't. It wouldn't take much to. I don't, that's to what lose I'm thinking. If, if your that's offense what I'm is, thinking. that's. I don't think this is something that's going to last. I mean, Brandon Woodruff, Corbin Burns is going to be Corbin Burns. Brandon Woodruff um, looked good in his first start, and then he struggled against the Cubs. 
give up seven and three and two thirds. So, um, but they're going to have a nice little path. I was looking ahead for them. Pirates for three, Phillies for three, Giants for one. Whatever the reason for that, I have no idea. If someone knows that, please explain it to me. I don't know why they're playing the Giants for one game. Uh, and then again, Pirates for three and Cubs for three. So they got a chance. They got a chance to turn things around. I mean, six six of those games being against the Pirates, they need to pick up, I'd say, four dubs against those guys at least. But uh, they got to get it going offensively for sure. And Yelich is going to be the guy. Yelich is going to be the guy that that produces for him. If not, they're gonna go. They're gonna go get somebody. Yeah, that is weird. I'm seeing the one game Monday, April 25th. I don't get it either. That's bizarre. A not, nothing from opening day, right? Uh, like no, like can't think postponement or anything from opening day. No, because they open the season with the Cubs and Wrigley. Right. What I don't. <laughs> I don't understand this. <laughs> At all. And it's not an interleague thing, so like that That's doesn't make weird. any sense. That's weird. Anyway. Yeah. But I, I think they're gonna be okay. I'm just I'm I'm a little surprised with this little I won't say it's kind of a skid. It's kind of a skid. But they got a hit, dude. This is something I mean, Willie Adamas has gotta be the guy. Colton Wong has to start swinging it. I mean Lorenzo Kane, what what happened to Lorenzo Kane? He also traded for Hunter Renfro. Like, get it going. Start hitting. Let's go. Let's go Brewers a little bit. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. Oh, a little bit. Still on the fence. Well, Nate, that wraps up uh, that segment. And that about does it for the sake of time. Um, You got anything else for the people? Yeah, a little shout out for Jake Arrieta. Retired today. 12 years. Um, looked up some numbers, solid. Uh, totaled up a 22.8 WAR. Got 115 wins, um, 3.980 ERA. Did get that Cy Young in 2015 with the Cubs. Um, I mean, 1,400 strikeouts to 500 walks. So, good solid season or a solid career, I should say. And um, I think it was kind of cool of what he said in his comments. He was just kind of like. You know, I think it's time for someone else to wear this jersey. Like it's, you know, eventually you just kind of fade out and you understand that you're no longer, uh, you feel like more of a liability than than a help to the team. So I think it's just a very mature way to go about it. But I, I like Jake Arrieta. I always liked him. He's, he's, you know, tenacious and tough and cool beard. So I was like, yeah, give him a little shout out. But uh, peace out, Jake Arrieta. Um, and then, uh, let's see what else I got here. Ichiro. Did you see him throw out the first pitch? Pumping cheese, dude. Full uni. Full uni. Guess what that pitch was? I have no idea. 93. Oh my goodness. It is the fastest first pitch ever recorded. (laughs) 93 miles an hour. Why is he still not on a big league field? Who uh, I want to know who caught the first pitch and how uncomfortable that was. It was it was Julio Rodriguez, dude. Was it? Just yes. imagine 93 sink to the shin. 
to start off your <laughs> your home opener. Yeah, they probably pulled him aside afterwards. It was like, hey, Etro, you're great. You're like you're like our guy. You're you're an icon for this franchise. But don't ever throw a first pitch ninety three at our yeah potential no, next phase of our franchise ever again. No gear, no nothing, just ninety three straight to the web. But uh, yeah, pretty wild. And then uh, the only good thing that happened for the Yankees this weekend, uh, Nestor Cortez threw an immaculate inning. And what was funny about it is that uh, Higashioka, after after the inning over, uh, was over, he tossed it into the crowd, got a whole bunch of yell, yelling from the dugout, all the teammates and everything. And uh, I think they swapped it out. They managed to swap it out with the fan. But I thought that was kind of cool. An immaculate inning. And I think that I didn't put this down in my notes. I think I read that it was like, the third one in the last two years for the Yankees, which is kind of crazy. Um, but, uh, yeah, good for Nestor. That's it. That's all I got. Weird weekend. Of, trying to think of some correlation. Something negative to say about Gary yeah. Cole during that? No. Even though he, he's the one that more, made the fans' day and more, saved Nestor's day. More immaculate innings than... World Series appearances or something. I don't know. Uh, you could, I see. It's a little could, bit of a stretch there. Yeah. You could go a lot of different ways with that because I mean, Did you? I haven't, Did you? <laughs> haven't done much. Uh, but that's all How'd I got. How did you guys do against the Twins? I didn't see. Uh, we split the series, you know. Did you? It's, it's fine. How did, how did Patriots Day go for you? I'm, it's fine. We, I mean, we split the series. Okay. Just curious. Just curious. It's fine. <laughs> we split the series. I don't know what you want me to tell you. They're still a fourth place team. I stand by that. I the Twins are the Twins are frauds. Oh, I thought you were saying the Red Sox are. No, I haven't said that the Red Sox are fourth place team. The Twins are fourth place team. I stand by that. But they're not coming in fourth. You just wait and see. Uh, that's all I got. Uh, that's it for me, folks. Um, if you haven't already go check out YouTube, go subscribe, like comment, whatever you want to do, but definitely hit that subscribe button for us. Um, trying to grow this thing, dude, trying to get it going. And, uh, that's how we want to do it. And that way you can see our beautiful faces on a regular basis and not work. So obviously if you're doing this and listening to this in the middle of the day, you're not working. Let's face it. So, true story. Yeah, but uh, do me a favor. Don't you dare go chasing curveballs. We love y'all, and as always, looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy. <laughs>